Welcome to The Good Life with The Last Disciples, where we speak freely, think critically, and what? Live authentically. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's so good to be back with you. We know it's been a while. So what's been going on, everybody? How's everybody been? What's up? Hold on. We're not going to introduce ourselves? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what order are we going in? That is the blooper right there, oh, right there. Yeah. We didn't um, have an order. I'm Jaleesa, and then I'm Bobby, I'm Ryan, I'm Eric. I'm third. All right, yeah. All right, I'm going to try what? this again. Wait, what's the... <laughs> Wait, I'm Jaleesa, Bobby, Ryan, Eric, I'm last? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you I'm E-Money. You always end it off. Oh, my God. Get it together, guys. Get it together. Chop, <laughs> I'm Jaleesa. I'm Bobby. I'm Ryan. And I'm E-Money. And this is the last episode. <laughs> For now. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Should have had the word in. <laughs> Take it away, Bobby. Well, it has been a while uh, since we've been back with you, and we're so grateful to be back. Um, so what's been going on, everybody? What's been up? How's everybody been? Busy, busy, busy. Can't you see? Busy, busy, <laughs> busy, man. Life has just been busy, man. Just trying to get a grip. Just taking it day by day. Like, what's been going on specifically with you? Specifically with me? Um, shoot. Started a new job. Been with my band, we've been gigging around, really been picking up on my music and my ministry. So at church, I'm the uh, the pastor of the music ministry, and I'm basically like the overseer of the young adults. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, just trying to walk in my gift, you know, walk. <laughs> you better. You better really rock on that. Um, I'm really just trying to walk in my gift. Um, my best friend, Debo, he has a clothing line, the gifted clothing line, and I'm that's really been helping me just walk in my gift. Um, yeah. So I've been rocking his stuff. Just, man, whatever God trying to get me to do, man, to be happy and to be in a good place, I'm doing it. So that's that's really been it. Work, church, and band. That's it. Wow. That's what's up, man. Congratulations. I know. Thanks. Congrats. Thanks. Congrats. All right. Where you been going, Bobby? Where you been at? Church. <laughs> all day <laughs> yeah um it's it's you know things are really picking up in a wonderful way at the church um in the sense of feeling like i've gotten to um just another um another season another um kind of deeper experience with the congregation um in the sense of relationships that god is now starting to open up doors because of the trust and the relationships that are being built to really explore some new ministry opportunities. So that's exciting. 
um, but also with some connectional ministry stuff. Uh, you know, as a Methodist, there are um, different opportunities that come open beyond a local church. So in, in the district and in the conference, um, some of the things um, I've been asked to do there have been blessings, but they've also been a lot of work and responsibility. Um, yeah. So I'm honored to be called on, like, this past weekend, um, I was asked to lead a workshop on youth ministry uh, for our district. And oh. what was really special about that was I got to actually bring in one of our youth leaders from uh, the church to uh, co-facilitate that session with me. And getting to not only disciple her, but to uh, to bring out her voice in that experience, to um, see her lead and, and nurture those gifts and uh, have her a part of that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, church. Uh, so for me, I think mine would be kind of church, home, you know, movies <laughs> um, yeah. to get a break. Uh, but but uh, yeah, that's kind of where I've been. What gotcha. movie? You said movies. Yeah, yeah, I go to you, a lot. What yeah. uh? What's one of your top top ones since since I guess last time we spoke was or not spoke, but last time we were on the podcast was October. So since October to now, what 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 kind of sticks out? Oh my goodness, um, there've been a lot of good ones. I think the one I saw most recently was Triple X, mm. the man fences and hidden yes. figures. Those yes. joints right there. Wow! Wow! wow, wow. <laughs> Both yes. of them were amazing. Um, and you know, Hidden Fences was awesome. The, the dialogue and and the, the character and the depth of the character that Viola and Denzel had was just incredible. But Hidden Figures, it was just a great story. It was so mm -hmm. inspiring to see those women doing their thing, um, and it really helped me. See see through a woman's perspective in that movie like I, I really appreciate the way that the story was told you know it was mm -hmm. told a woman's eyes and man it was so inspiring um, yes that one still still resonates with me so I think that I think Hidden Figures is kind of the one that really really sticks out I concur you know what me and who went to see Fences me my girlfriend, my little sister, my dad went to go see Fences. And what we all were on one accord with was we did not like how the... And we weren't actually prepared for it to be exactly like the play. And what I mean by that is plays really... Good plays, they really get in... like They really get deep with the characters. And there's a lot of monologues and... You know, you got to really just appreciate um, just word usage and just the the, the power of the performance. Whereas movies is very, it's, you know, a little dramatic. You know, there's a lot more fl things flying around, mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah. more moving images and more scenes than just at a person's house um, and their backyard. And, and so because of it, um, we find ourselves like, like looking at our watches like dang like this, this is like two and a half hour movie like it feels way longer yeah. so mm -hmm. we weren't prepared for it honestly um and i guess just the way that how how what movies we enjoy it was it was a little tough and it was later at night it was probably like an 11 o'clock film so mm. you know we didn't get out like one something in the morning so it was just was a bad combination of things yeah. um 
So we didn't enjoy as much as everyone else that I know uh, who that I know went enjoyed it. So um, yeah, it was it was interesting. But I haven't seen Hidden Hidden Figures yet. You gotta see it, man. It's so good. That. Oh my god. Yeah. It's amazing. I watched it twice. Yeah, I would go yeah. see it again and again and again. I was so inspired. I was one of my good, good homegirls um, from college. She came to visit me and we went and we both said at the end of the movie, like, we're so happy that we saw this, but mm-hmm. we're so mad we didn't know about this sooner. Like that, it yeah. was kind of like these, like this bittersweet emotion. Um, it was like just dripping black girl magic. And it's just one of those stories that, how do you not know about it? Like a white, a yeah. black, a white man wouldn't have gotten to the moon without the uh, mm. mathematic equations of a black woman, right? Like mm-hmm. that's like telling a joke without the punchline. And like for mm-hmm. years, we've been like given the joke, but we have not been given the punchline. Like we knew about the space race, we um, knew about uh, John Glenn. But we didn't know who got him up there, you know. So right. um, it was just fantastic, and I'm they're nominated for an Oscar. Um, so I'm just I'm, I was really excited to see, you know, a different story of us, and that a living um, a, a living like a character, a person of the story. Like she's like 94. Catherine Catherine Johnson is her name, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, she's able to yeah. see the story go to the big screen, which is also yeah. beautiful to see. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how it always is. And and, and what I mean, uh, the comment was to your point, Jaleesa, about how did we not know about it? And you know, history uh, is always in favor of those who are writing it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as a people, we never had the privilege of kind of writing history for mainstream. And so what ends up happening is over generations, it gets, you know, word of mouth kind of gets lost. And without the textbooks and without, you know, it being taught in certain circles, it just will eventually get lost. And so um, why it's just so important to not only share the story verbally, but to figure out ways that we can uh, have this in our schools. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's common knowledge um, for, you know, for everybody. But uh yeah, I definitely have to go check it out. Definitely have to go check it out. Um, but I guess to the original question of like what we've been up to, um, for me, you know, it's just the usual school. Uh, you know, it's not any more busy than than normal. I think I do a good job of time management. But since we I left, the uh, <laughs> the the biggest thing for me has been the side hustle. And mm-hmm. so, you know, just tired of being in school and, you know, living off loans. And then towards the end of last quarter, because uh, we're in a quarter system, I was hurting, hurting, mm-hmm. had to increase the credit card limit. Like, mm-hmm. hopefully, the, you know, and it's never, never a good feeling when you got single digits and then your yeah. credit card is in the thousands. And so, um it, it was not, it was not good. So you know, ran into a couple of side hustles where did like a toy toy uh, drive, um, which yeah. you know honestly didn't have that good of feelings about because it was we were we were taking donations and toys, but naturally everyone would think that the donations 
go to buying the toys, but they didn't actually. The donations went to buying, um, purchasing people's like trips for Christian student mission trips to I think this to Puerto Rico uh, this summer. But no one ever really. It was hard to articulate that in a couple of seconds. So, so I, I don't think I would do it next year just because I didn't feel comfortable with how like the toy drive was positioned to all those who were in the malls and stuff. But it was brutal ten hour days in the mall, you know, two weeks, just asking people all day long to give donations. So it sucked, but it was, it, I was thankful for it to get some money in my pocket. But a uh, little secret to everybody who about the side hustle, the number one side hustle of all time is brand ambassadors. Mm. If you were to become a brand ambassador and essentially the brand ambassador, everybody knows is the Red Bull people who used to ride, drive the cars and hand out Red Bulls. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Everyone's seen that. But every company has brand ambassadors. And there are firms all around the country. They pay from $18 to $25 an hour. Mm. And if you're in a good city, you may get like Nike or Gatorade as like a, you know, a brand that you can show up. And basically, you just pass out flyers and give out samples. So I've done ones for tea companies. I've done one for cricket. Um I'm about to do one for an, another organic, like, local granola bar. And, yeah, it's just whenever you're available, you can do it. 18 to $25 an hour. Look a brand ambassador in your area. It's a good look. Yeah. Thanks to Google right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's best side hustle there is. That's what's uh, up. Uh, Learn something new. I remember those Red Bull... Uh, trucks and brand ambassadors at Clark Atlanta um, all the time when we were in school. Oh, yeah, and that was horrible we were putting in our systems, but (laughs) I used to drink that all the time, especially during those midterm and final times, uh, for sure. Um, In terms of uh, my schedule, uh, things have been quite busy. Um, As as you all know, as our listeners know, um, I've been, I'm in seminary. Uh, I finished my first semester. Um, in December, and I finished with all A's, so God is good. Uh, Come on here. Um, So God is good on that. (laughs) Um, But right before I left for Christmas break, um, I got called into the office of my senior director, and I got a promotion um, at my job. So now I am an official manager um, at my job. I I was a program coordinator before, um, so that comes with perks like pay and a couple other things. So the Lord is good. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely wonderful Probably. because I just didn't expect them to give me a promotion in the middle of my seminary, like uh, mm. matriculation. And, you know, Bobby, we talked privately about my concern about my job and about leaving and how I was um, uh okay with leaving if need be but god gonna have to make something work right (laughs) i made that very clear in our private conversations and so uh, god has done exceedingly and abundantly so god is good on that um also i'm getting more involved in my church life uh i'm a co-lead of the college ministry young adult kind of college to young professional adult ministry at my church um so i've been getting more involved in that so yeah like and then trying to also have a social life so uh between work, school, church, and trying to have a social life to stay young and mm. vital and vibrant and 
woke and all that. It's just been <laughs> it's been a, a interesting interesting ride. So um, God is good. Yes, He is. So, things have been well. So that's where I've been. Beautiful. Yeah. And shout out to Josh who um, couldn't be uh, couldn't join us today. Yeah, shout but out. just to let y'all know she's doing well. She's trying to maneuver. Um, I'm sure she won't mind me sharing, but maneuver to uh, find a, a new position to see if she can get to my hometown area, D.C., Maryland, where, hey. Eric, and, where Eric and Jaleesa currently are. Yes, um, sir. So that would be tight to have three of us there. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, going to make my way there. I don't know if you all still be there, but I'll definitely make my way there in the next five years or so. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. So, like home come, now, on, come on, five. Yeah, yeah. So and then by then, you know, Bobby, you know, maybe you can get a church out there and we just, you we know, start in five, 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 you know, that's five, right, man. You know, one church, oh. two campuses. Come on here. <laughs> Come on. The Lord can do it. Come on. Uh, two, two, church, two churches. What, what? One church, two location ministry. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. right. We got the home church. We got the satellite church. Got a satellite Ooh. church. The anointing is there. Come on here. You need a, you need a jet like Creflo Dollar and we good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> the Ooh. Lord is good. I'm just joking. <laughs> That's a sub. That would be that would be great though. That would be cool. We'll see what the Lord has. Oh, yeah. Exceedingly and abundantly. That's for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, since we've all kind of caught up with each other and shared where we've been, let's talk a little bit about where we're going. Uh and in the sense of uh, us as last disciples and kind of kind of next steps, next phase. It's so hard. <laughs> Sing, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, I got the first singer in your past life. He like. was. He really was. Like, I feel like he really wanted to be like an R&B singer back in the days. Like. Yes. Yeah. Ryan my, Kelly. My past life for real. <laughs> 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 Ryan Kelly. My past life for real, for real. I was... Uh, a, a famous, you know, gospel artist. Um, you know, but before that, I grew up in the R and B scene. You know, in the clubs and singing and doing the thing. And <laughs> that was that was another life. And so he stripped that talent because in the first life, I probably didn't, I probably didn't take care of it. Uh, so he took that away. Uh, the fame got to him. The fame got to him. Right. Yeah. yeah, it could it could do that. It could do that. Yeah, you know, I mean, and for our listeners, like, you know, we we really thought long and hard about it. I know we've been gone and um we hate that we've been gone so long. And, and trust me, it wasn't like we just never talked to each other. It was kinda like, All right, let's meet up. All right, let's let's record. And then it's like, wait, I can't or I got this or I got that or I'm out of town or I got a test or so we, we, we've been trying to connect for a long time. And so we decided as a team 
when we find you know when we finally were able to get together to have a call and really talk about the future of the podcast mm-hmm. and for those that you that those of you that don't know we are you know we there's never out there i don't even know if there is a podcast that has actually five hosts right that that's so we're already different in that way but not only are we five we have five people in this podcast but we're in different locations across the country and so you can imagine time zones and again our schedules it's kind of hard to get together but we came together and we made the decision to put it on pause we didn't say you know that's it you know but to put it on pause but as we try to I guess grapple with or to fine-tune our schedules and to kind of just get more settled in, into these new phases that we find ourselves in, right? Like, right. anybody else want to chime in on that? Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> I think pause is great language uh, for where we are. Um, uh, you might also, because uh, I think about uh, the vision and the experience of this podcast being like a little baby, you know, of, of putting the baby to to sleep, so to speak, uh, mm-hmm. as another way of looking at it. Both of those ways are basically saying, you know, we're taking a step back because we realize that in this season of each of our lives, you know, as we were kind of sharing, as you all heard, um, there's so much happening in our lives. Mm-hmm. And um, we want to uh, make room for everything that's happening, all the um, all the newness in our lives. And um, part of what that means is uh, uh, just taking a break so that um, we're able to really kind of discern the, the next phase and the next steps. And so until that's clear, we're, we're going to be in pause. We're, we're putting, putting this baby to sleep. You know, one thing that um, that I've learned from this, you know, just for anybody out there who may be interested in podcasts or maybe not even starting their own, but just interested in how they work is and what we need to do is figure out like what skills we need beforehand right Mm -hmm. and so kind of having a little bit of an off-season workout if you will um Mm. because we kind of like jumped into it and then when we started realizing we didn't have certain skills it was like we were just fighting to try to stay alive and the talking piece is really natural but the scheduling the editing the promotion um, the finances that may be a part of it. None of that was really kind of talked about. We just knew that we had great ideas that, you know, we have a connection not only with each other, but with God. And, and that's, you know, we let that thing just r- run from there. But um, the foundational pieces, um, now that we know, we can make sure we correct that. Like, it shouldn't be just only one person that knows how to edit and record out of five. You know, that's just not it's just not really wise because um, things do happen. But if all five people can do everything, um, it would be so much easier to do. And so, I mean, I think there were a lot of lessons learned um, for sure. And I learned a little bit about myself as well, um, just that sometimes it's not always a time commitment, um, but it's just. I just appreciate time of nothing. Right. And I didn't necessarily know that beforehand. Like, oh, I got free space right here. But sometimes you got to allocate free space just for yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, then you're going to be kind of playing the game of I don't want to do this. I don't know if I have time. I just want to chill. And so just, you know, I really learned just allocate some time just for yourself and don't try to see that as free space to book other stuff. So. 
Mm. That's, That's real. true. Time management, self-care, mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's to teach you a lot, man. Because yeah. I, I know I struggle with uh time management, organization, and commitment. <laughs> Those are my three three areas where I've definitely learned and grow in this, especially with, with being in a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're yeah. learning. I mean, I will say that, you know, you're right. We, we fought towards the end. We were fighting uh, listeners to stay alive and, and to give you a good product. Um, and I can say that I think I think we did. Um, and we we've gotten, you know, texts and we've gotten emails and messages um, from several of you all. I just like where y'all at or, you know, I really enjoyed it. Or so I know that um, just by. Uh, the love that we've gotten from you all that we we did pretty good with just kind of flailing and doing this for the first Mm -hmm. time Um, and I think we tried to be as professional as possible we tried to give you as much substance as we can but also fun um, but also showing our our relationship with God I think that's where where our heart was and uh, when we Mm -hmm. do wake up when the podcast does does wake up uh, I think we will be better and stronger and probably more forceful in, in terms of our marketing, in terms of maybe even the frequency in which we're able to deliver. Because I know once a month for some of you, um, y'all were like, dang, once a month, that's it? And I'm just like, well, yeah. And that was even hard to do that. <laughs> like, uh-huh. uh, you know, because even though we're recording once a month, we there's planning that goes on three weeks or two and a half weeks before, you know, that, that record date and then that editing, the editing release. So, um so yeah, that that's definitely it was it was a it was a ride. <laughs> it was a, yeah, it was yeah, we went a whole mm-hmm. year. We went a whole I mean, just year, think y'all. About, like... Just think about that. Just think about that. I mean, yeah, it may not seem like a long time, but how many you know would have been podcasts don't even get to episode one, but yeah, they right. die within the the formation, right? And so, just getting a year in and and having and one thing about that I love so much about technology is that once it's out and it's saved it always exists so it can bless someone mm-hmm. 10 years from now mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it has that ability to, so to repeat into you know into uh just like reemerge. um and that's the beautiful thing about a podcast we'll always have it i mean we can you know give it to mm-hmm. our little cousins later on down the line and you know it can bless them and and, and while they're at college yeah. and trying to figure out their own spiritual growth mm-hmm. and uh, wrestling with, you know, questions that, uh, you know, we, we were probably talking about, you know, 10, 15, you know, at that point, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Um, so that's the beauty of it. You know, I still have like me and Jesus videos that I'm thinking about just reposting again um, because they were just, you know, so special to me. And then a lot of people who watched it and it's always there. YouTube ain't going nowhere. And so, so <laughs> just repost it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And allow it to bless somebody else all over again. Yeah. Like wisdom. It never expires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's never. so true. That's so, so very true. So, um, any final um, uh, kind of feelings we want to share about kind of where we're going or where we've been? Uh, what might be next? I, I, I go, I think, back to. Um, one of our first episodes where we talked about purpose um, and what I think about is adjusting to your purpose. And I think that's what mm-hmm. we're doing now. 
Um, I think it's critical that people realize and acknowledge how to adjust to their purpose. Because right now, our purpose is taking us in a different direction. And while we aren't quitting something, we're basically putting on pause, knowing how to pause something or knowing how to resume something. I think it's important and critical that anyone, somebody, someone needs to hear this, that you know how to adjust to your purpose. You know how to adjust to a new destination. You know how to take a detour when necessary to get to the same end result. Um, so in a nutshell, being able to adjust to your purpose. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, for me, I think my main, I guess, my main thought, one of my lasting thoughts is that um, I really enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. uh, I learned a lot about myself. And um, in, in terms of, like, the kind of impact that I want to make on others. And I, I mean, I think, I mean, as, as I think when I would, as a part of the crew um, of Last Disciples, one of the main things I used to tell the team all the time is like, if we're doing a podcast just for ourselves, then we just need to just not record it and just be on the phone. But if we want something to impact people, then we need to do what we need to do to make sure it gets to as many people as we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is still my hope that yeah. if we do come back, we come back to a level of uh, where we're able to really affect more people and we have i mean we've, we've affected hundreds of people that listen thank god for that but you know i want us to go come and really just be a force to be reckoned with because i think with this new presidency with what's going on in the world right now um our voice and our perspective is going to need to be heard um mm-hmm. and so you know even if we do a special episode every now and then if something crazy or bananas is taking place Maybe we can do that. But, you know, but I want you guys to know that we I appreciate this and I appreciate the people we were able to touch. And my prayer and my hope is that when we do come back, we're able to affect more people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. One of my greatest joys uh, was just being with you all. You know, I think that was my. Um, real. um inspiration behind being a part of the last disciples uh for this podcast was um just kind of giving the world an in uh a view into uh our lives and our faith journey and the questions we ask and the change mm-hmm. and the blessing that we seek to be uh in our communities and in the people that uh, we touch and, and the lives that we share so the time with us has been just a rich communion and it's uh, it's been so awesome um as uh, several of y'all have shared, um, I've grown so much. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. One of the ways I've grown, uh, and this is something that I already appreciated, but um, and it didn't kind of get said, but it was always there for me. Was the way that I appreciated you all, just keeping me, keeping my eyes and my ears tuned to to the streets, to what's going on outside of the church, because I think a lot of times as a pastor. Um, you're, you're constantly balancing um, based on how God has called you, of course. But in, in my role, constantly balancing the needs of nurturing um, the, the congregation who is there 
and feeding and loving and encouraging and equipping, but also reaching out to those who are not there, those who are not uh, at the church yet, or those who you may never um, kind of join the church, uh, so to speak, but who God has called you to bless. And so you all always kept me attuned and kept me sensitive to what's going on around me in, 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 in ways that I may not have been attuned to from the needs of, of people in my congregation uh, or in the city. And so I'm very grateful for that. Uh, mm. It just kind of kept me alert and kept me um, tuned to what's going on um, and helped me grow, um, helped me grow and, and keep me humble. Um, so just I just thank God for uh, the journey and uh, for uh, what what's next uh, in, in each of our lives. Yeah, it's definitely been a been a good ride. Um, one thing that I just like to say about like the future and everyone out there is that we hope that you would go back and listen to some of our talks if you haven't listened to all of them because I really think there's something special in 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 all of the episodes. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, go back to our purpose and our mission of just helping people to see Christ in a different light and in, mm-hmm. in, in a different mm-hmm. lens. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that that that's just one of the most I think one of the most powerful things that you can do for somebody because mm-hmm. if if you just think about diversity of thought and just how how dangerous it is to not have diversity in thought and how many people you're missing out on by not having diversity of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 is damaging, mm-hmm. um, and so to think about that within a religious, uh, uh, a religious you know uh, section um, or institution, that it's it, it pains me to 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 think that there are people out there who um, only know the traditional way of thinking about Christ in a way mm-hmm. that may not be unfavorable in the changing times. Uh, and so, you know, one thing I'm going to push myself to do is to have conversations like this outside of the podcast with people who I may not know as well, um, because I may not be able to do it, you know, through SoundCloud and iTunes. But wh- why should I why should I stop? Um, yeah. And why can't I do that in person and in real life? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just, you know, praying for the strength and, and the space to do that, because, you know, within business school, it's it's, uh, you know, it's it's taboo to get too personal. Um, mm. You know, as personal as you get is, you know, where you like to go on vacation or the happy hours in restaurants that you've been to. And, you know, just mm. little surface level things. But once you get into like feelings, um, mm. it's, you know, it, it's. It feels a little, you know, awkward, and so trying to find find my my voice within business school for things that really, really matter to me, and, and you know, and that's spreading love, uh, spreading the love of Christ, um, and, and and not only non verbally but also verbally, and and speaking His name, and so you know, hopefully, you know, I can do that. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. I think, and I, I think you went back to our our mission is is key. I think, you know, one of the things, you know, I, I one of our listeners uh, from California, who's a good friend of mine, um, sent me a message about how the podcast really touched her life and how she kind of was like, you know, y'all was Christian. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to listen. But she decided to take a, a, a further, a closer look at us. And 
um, it changed her perspective on what Christianity is and and, and what Christ looks like. And, and that is mm-hmm. um, our mission. And I think, that, I think that's what makes our relationship so special, even when we met um, together in college, is that we were just these regular people, you know what I'm saying, that just mm-hmm. love God. That was it. You know, we weren't... Mm-hmm. We weren't trying to be churchy and, you know, we can all, you know, some of us can hoop and some of us can do all the preaching stuff. Um, you know, we, we can, we can turn it on. Um, you can preach good. <laughs> <laughs> Are we finished? Are we done? Is you finished? Is you done? Like, okay. Um, <laughs> or no. Like, anyway, but at the end of the day, like we just, we just kicking it. We just love God and we're real people. And and we just want to show the love of Christ and how Christ, um, his love, uh, the creator's love is so expansive that you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to be a certain way in order to experience the love of God. You know, the Bible says there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. You know, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the fears of today nor the worries of tomorrow. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. And so I I hope that my hope, and you're right, Ryan, my hope is that we have shown that and that we can do more of that even in our own individual lives as we move about that. Any last statements before we we bow until round number two, movie number two, season number two? You know what I think we should do really quick is... um, what do we call like our? Did we we didn't call it hot topics. What do we see? That's a shame. I forgot. <laughs> what do we call Live. the rundown? Part of the, the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Not 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 your solo debut. The rundown. The rundown. Is is there a rundown topic that we want to just share really quickly? Maybe there is something that's happening that our listeners might want us might want to get our thoughts on. Is there just a hot, quick rundown topic that we just want to just shoot out, share our share our thoughts, you know, before we go? Get give the people something. Obviously, to me, it's Trump. I think we just need yeah. to figure out what we want to deal with there. Either his first week, the executive orders, no ban, no wall, immigration. But this being the end of his first week. The start of his second week, going next week of his presidency, I think it would be good to kind of speak on that and his the the, the people's response to Trump. Mm-hmm. It's been very controversial, and of course, being in a D.C. area, you're so close to it, mm-hmm. and it affects everything that goes on every day. Someone's talking about the maniac in the office at work and his <laughs> antics. <laughs> Every day you hear something about somebody protesting and someone doing this. <sighs> I don't I, I don't know what to say honestly. It's like I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what words could really justify the craziness that's going on. It's it's insanity. Um and it what what baffles me is that the same people that voted for him are now protesting against him. Um, if you look at a lot of people that protest, a lot of people that are um, against him, outside of the people that didn't vote for him, obviously, uh, people are starting to realize that the things that he promised affect them, too. Uh, even though they were, quote unquote, guaranteed some type of luxury, they're realizing that they're, they're part of the majority who's going to suffer uh, from his presidency. 
Um, and now they're trying to go back on their vote and want to protest. And it's it's kind of crazy because like you see, you saw this in his election. You saw this in his campaign. You saw this when he would repeat himself the the same. <laughs> that like if they asking him to say his ABCs, he was like, "Well, I know my ABCs, but I don't need to say my ABCs because you know the ABCs are the type." That's that's how he answers all of his <laughs> questions. And so it's like, Trump, what the hell are you doing? Um. But it really kind of shows the world that we live in, where I think people are kind of afraid to say it, but money can buy you anything that you want. He has not a lick of experience, but all of the money and the business aspect, you know, uh, he's about to turn America into a business and not a country anymore. It's not going to be great. Never really was. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, there's... There's so much to say. One of the things I want to hit on, you know, you talked about the craziness area uh, that I think Trump is bringing out in his tone and his presence and his leadership um, and a lot of the people that support him uh, and the executive orders. It all has, a, you know, an atmosphere of evil around mm-hmm. it. I'm just going to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the kind of the way you see all these different aspects of uh, his leadership, of his team, of uh, different people who are supporting all kind of coming together in this, you know, posture of in, uh, injustice and hatred and intimidation. Uh, it's just, you know, kind of like this wall of evil. But um, what has been so encouraging to me is to see the number of people not only in this country, but around the world who are standing up, many of whom are people of faith, many of whom are Christians and saying, this is not who we are. This is not what our nation is about. Uh, and this is not what the kingdom of God is about. Um, and we're not going to sit idly by and take this. Uh, and we're going to point uh, towards a, um, an alternative future of what this country is and, and what we believe it should be. Uh, and that that has been so encouraging. Uh, and you're right. You know, a lot of that comes out in the protest. It comes out in the in the dissent. Um, but, you know, that's that's a part of our calling uh, as Christians is, you know, I, I remember that um, that verse from Acts, you know, where um, after the resurrection, Peter and the apostles are preaching and uh, the, the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin come to them saying, we told you not to preach in his name anymore. And they say, well, we must obey God rather than human authority. And uh, sometimes, uh, although it looks different, uh, I think uh, righteous resistance and protest to evil um, is one of the most powerful uh, signs of our faith, right? Whether that's protesting or whether that's simply saying, I am not going to allow myself to be consumed by the hatred uh, that is going on around me. And, and I'm going to choose uh, to be a witness of Christ-like love. I'm going to choose um, not to, 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 to participate uh, in the damaging of other people. Um, so I've been very encouraged with that, very concerned about um, uh, all of the, the, the actions and the, the executive orders, but very encouraged by the response of those who would stand up for what's right. I'm actually going to get me a hat made with the, uh, did you guys see the sign that was put on the big crane in front of the White House? Resist. Where resist. resist. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get me I, a resist hat made. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, I concur with what you all said. Um, I think it is, like, I, like you, Ryan, like some days, 
I'm like confused. Some days I'm angry. Sometimes I even laugh at the things that I I hear on the television, like alternative facts, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like we can't even call it a lie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I mean, I don't care if you, you know, you're trying to respect the office of the presidency. Um, if That's someone's lying, question. you need to call them a liar, right? So it's like, you know, I kind of go through all these emotions <laughs> as well. Um, and it's so funny that they, you know, Alternative facts is something that you say about Donald Trump, but then on the first State of the Union address in 2009 of Obama, you had a congressman literally say liar, right, to the president. And that was not, no one corrected him on that, right? So anyway, that's another situation. I will say that one thing that I, that, that's been made clear since he was elected Mm-hmm. was that this is a turning point in our history. Um, this is a time where the world, I really feel this way, the world has been flipped upside down. Now, I'm not saying America's always been perfect. America's always had its issues, especially as African-American. I'm always looking through that lens, right, of kind of this skewed um, yeah. America. But America always, to me, had the ability and the possibility to be better and to do better. But for me, when Trump got in office, that possibility um, faded for me. Um, And I felt a bit hopeless. Now, I know where my hope comes from. It comes from God, of course. Um, And so that's and so knowing that. I'm saying this is a time for us as believers, particularly people like us, not the dogmatic, not because those are the, a lot of those are the ones that voted for him, not the evangelicals, not the ones who, you know, talk about homosexuals a bad way or talk about, you know, the pro-lifers, all those, not them, but people like us who really have the capacity of compassion to do mm. what Jesus did in his inaugural sermon to help those that cannot help themselves. And I yeah. think we're going to get to a point where we cannot depend on government where there or believers are going to have to step up and people of goodwill are going to have to step up to redeem this country. And that's just mm. my honest opinion. And so I mm-hmm. feel like we have to get into a position and that position was with open arms, having our arms outstretched to mm-hmm. walk in solidarity with folks to welcome them in with love and kindness and compassion. And so Mm. I'm grateful in a sense that I was born in this time because I feel like it's a revolution low key, like something is going to go down and I'm grateful that God put me, put me in this place because maybe that means I'm ready for it. And I've had mm. capacity to participate. Mm. So. The Purge. You like shit. Uh. The Purge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I, I, I low-key heard like his, people like put his uh, inauguration speech next to like Batman, like Bane. It was, it was so like his same speech. Was he like, did the same one as him. He also did the. He had similar speech to uh, the character from a uh, a, a B life, I think. Um, they just copy everybody. Shoot, 
They're frauds. <laughs> <laughs> Copy every damn body. So those but are my one, one thing. Go ahead. I, I don't want even. I don't even want to talk about this all night because we just. Well, we could literally <laughs> talk. This can be a whole three hour long episode talking about this mess. You sure you don't want to get but your last it, thought out? It just seemed it seemed like the way that things are going is that America's about to become divided. Like all of these TV shows that you watch on, what's the common theme on a lot of TV shows? Division. Um, on Netflix, a couple of shows that I watched, three percent. It's about the people that's rich and then people that ain't got nothing. Another show that I watched, people that have nothing, people that have everything. I feel like we're about to go into a place of division where the purge might really become a real thing. And you give me a, my proper tools and I'm gonna handle some work. But I'm twelve hours. <laughs> you well, give me a Glock, I'm handling business. Right. And I think the reality is though, E, you know, part of so much of that is is the divide is already there. I think it's just a revelation now, right? Yeah. Of that that it's there. Um, and uh, the fact that that gap, sadly, uh, it's, I mean, you know, on Trump's first day of office, he signed this executive order um, that's going to make it difficult for people from lower middle income families to buy houses. I mean, yep. houses is one of the main ways people can accrue wealth. So if you do that, you're automatically increasing that divide. So I think more than anything, the, the, the divide has been there, but unfortunately, it may get wider before it gets smaller. Uh, but I think it's just a matter of it, it coming to the forefront now and it being in our face. Um, but, you know, as, as, as Elise has very, he said very well, I think um, <clears throat> this country, in, in, in spite of the ways we can continue to help it get better, has always had a DNA of, of progress, of possibility in it. And as long as we stay rooted in hope, stay rooted in, in the love and compassion that we've shared about, I think we can continue to move that needle, you know, um, whether that's in our own homes, our own churches, our own communities, um, that we can always uh, shine our light and always make a difference uh, where we are so that um, because that possibility is there and we just have to to, to walk by faith into that, you know, because there, there are times that, you know, like for me, like um, as you all, some, some of you all were sharing um you know, it gets really dark, you know, it gets in the mm -hmm. sense of being looking hopeless. And it's like, no, God has given another vision for the appointed time. And I'm going to walk in that. And and every action that I do, uh, every conversation I have is going to be directed into bringing that more heavenly, positive, loving vision into being. Um, so. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, stay woke, my friends, yeah. listeners out there. Stay vigilant. Stay hopeful. Um, mm -hmm. Always create spaces where you can speak freely, think critically, and live authentically. Yeah. Even when folks don't want you to create those spaces to do that. Um, because I think if you do, the world would be, like you said, a much better place. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that right, it? Uh, That's so. it. Until next time. Hey. Eric, you going to lead us out? A little, a little hymnal? Just on the way. Amen. 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 Amen.
Bye. Bye. Adios. For now. Bad and bougie.